Match Day Live extra uh, review of a 2-0 win down at Tottenham. I'm Mikey Burrows. Andy Thompson and Claire Hakeman have been watching with me, though we've all been at home uh, for various different reasons, mainly uh, because uh, I tested positive for COVID this week, so was unable to be there. And we tried to have lots of different systems set up to try and bring you the game. And in the end, it meant commentating from home. So, Andy Thompson, what did you make of what was a really impressive performance and result today? Yeah, it was a good performance. Um, getting the two early goals helped in it. And, um, and we all know about the qualities of defending that we've got in the team. Um, and it just showed it again, didn't it? Um, two good goals. I thought Jimenez's strike at the beginning was a fantastic finish. Um, again, I'm betting he's relieved about that as well. But I think it's just the overall performance. That first half, um, especially was good. So like thir- up to like 30 minutes or so, say Wolves were in total control. I know Tottenham made that change, uh, change of formation as well. Uh, tried to put a little bit more emphasis on the midfield area and push it in. But again, Wolves dealt with it. Uh, Kilman again, outstanding saves from Cody. Uh, so thrown in a couple of little <laughs> uh, wobblies, like uh, I think keeping everybody on his toes. But overall, great performance, great performance by the lads. Claire, what did you make of it? Oh, it's a fantastic result, isn't it? Um, I think the fact that we could overtake them and, you know, secure a bit more of a European spot there for now, obviously with really big games to keep on uh, testing us each week as well. But, I mean, fantastic display. We've come away with a clean sheet, which is just brilliant at Spurs because obviously they threw everything out of second half. I think we dominated the first period um, and across the pitch, so many brilliant displays. Second half, inevitably, they were going to come at us and I think we wore it pretty well. The boys were having to graft. You could see they were getting some tired legs towards the end, but um, defensively, we were really solid again. Um, Saar obviously had a little wobble at the end, but I think, you know, he made some great saves as a tip over the bar towards the end as well was brilliant. A couple of great saves across the match with his with his legs as well. Um, and a brilliant debut for Kundal. Um, didn't look out of place at all. I think he looked after the ball really well, broke up the play. He, he slotted in really nicely with Neves. And I think actually what it did was release Dendonka to go and uh, play his game as well, because that's the best that I've seen him play for quite a long a long time as well. So um, really pleasing display. Uh, on to Leicester and obviously a chance then to, to really push on and secure our place in that top six. Claire's mentioned an awful lot there that I want to go into a little bit more detail on. But Tomo, how important was it after Thursday night just to bounce back and and step forward? Because we rules were, rules were good in January. They weren't maybe as a good at Brentford towards the end of the month. But it felt like they'd maybe not quite got back to that levels after the little international break. So to come out there and start the way they did today... Did that say to you that maybe there'd been some harsh words said in the last couple of days that kind of said, listen, you can't you can't afford to give teams the start that you did against Arsenal. You have to be at that level from the off. And they were today. Yeah, they were. Um, and I think as well, there probably has been some harsh words said about the last two games uh, and the results, what they had, the Norwich game as well as the Arsenal. Um, I think it would have hurt them the way that they went out to the cup and also as well about losing... Uh, that game against Arsenal um, in midweek as well. So look, look, it's it's all about bouncing back and the way that Wolves have done this year. Um, they've been absolutely brilliant. So look, we've got a, a tough little run coming up. So you, you said there, but Leicester, we've got uh, Arsenal away, 
Then we got West Ham away, which it's a tough, tough uh, run. And um, you just look at that, the games that we had, um, you, you, we fancied ourselves against Norwich and also against Arsenal. But unfortunately, it just didn't happen. We just didn't get the results that we wanted. But it's great that the bench back, the bench back with a, a great start, another goal for Jimenez, which we were all questioning a little bit and talking about it at the beginning of the show. Um, but again, credit to him. So like he, he works tirelessly up there and he works so hard. Um, and you touched on as well about Dendonka. I thought he had a great game today. I thought he, he covered near enough every area of the pitch, defending and getting up there. And of course, getting that goal as well. So look, this will be a very satisfying victory for them and, and the results uh, for the manager and the players. And he saw it what he meant to the fans again. So yeah. going to Tottenham to see him win. On that basis, Claire, tactical masterclass from Bruno, because not many people would have predicted that Luke Cundall would have started. And he and Dendonka were, at, I mean, not taking anything away from Neves, but the two of those in the role they had, they were superb, weren't they? Yeah, they were brilliant. I mean, they were solid, breaking up the play. I think it worked. The combination seemed to work really well as well uh, with Dendonka pushing on to join up with the front two. Um, so I think he's played it really well. I mean, it's worlds apart from Norwich. Norwich was just, there was just so little to talk about. You couldn't pull out many positives. I mean, today at half time, we could have spoken for for a long period of time about how well we played that first half and, you know, completely different style of play in terms of just that press. The second goal was won by the press, you know, Kundal. Kundal did some great play, one-twos down the line. We kind of lost possession, but obviously forced the keeper by our press into an awful pass out uh, to the fullback. And then from there, it escalated. And then Donker ends up involved in both goals from, you know, a little bit of a scruffy shot for obviously the first, go- the second goal, uh, the first goal, sorry. And then obviously the second goal getting one on himself. So, um, so many positives. And I think people have been questioning our strength in depth and like looking at the bench since Trollray's gone and said, you know, have we got enough strength in depth? Panicking a little bit, probably after the Norwich performance and Arsenal obviously losing the game, although we weren't awful, you know, there was we didn't threaten too much. So today just feels like we're back on it. Okay, let's get back on it. And big games to come. Uh, the fact that we've added Kundal into the mix, you know, that's another player that the fans are going to look and go, well, you know, he could easily start. I'm not so worried now that Martinho's out injured because we've got Kundal. So it's fantastic for him and him to be involved in a win like that uh, on his full debut is just pretty awesome. And um, I think a lot of people around Wolverhampton will be absolutely buzzing tonight with that. Um, let's talk about the defence as well. I, I mentioned in the commentary that I tried to do, Tomo, that Max Kilman, even for him in the season he's having, the levels that he is getting to, there was a moment in the second half where we all watching thought Son was in. And somehow his powers of recovery, and he makes it look so easy, he's so calm and collected when he does so. What a player he's turning into. He is. He is. He's uh, so look, um, the way that he's come through. And look, so when he's first come into the side, we always said at the beginning that when Bolly was out injured, uh, that he was coming in. And then when Bolly was fit, to, to come come back in and replace uh, Kilman. But look, you tell it, you see, he sustained his performances. He, like you say, today again, looks so calm on the ball, just with ease coming out of defence, doesn't seem to get flustered by anything. He always seems to be there or thereabouts getting his foot in a block or taking the ball. 
And he's been outstanding this year. He's been absolutely outstanding. And nobody would have believed it uh, coming into the season that the season that he's actually had. Because we always said, oh, we need another centre-half or we need another player in this position. By the way, he's played. We don't need a centre-half with the way he's like say, So he's saved the club a lot of money with his performances, but credit to him. So, look, he's, he's been outstanding with the way that he's played. And, and no matter what teams and clubs throw at him, he just doesn't get phased. He keeps that calm head. Uh, and, again, you see him time and time again running out of that defence, going past players. And, and it just shows you the confidence that he's got in his play. Again, Claire, I said in commentary that, you know, people always reference the futsal thing, right, with Max Kilman. But it's not just that, is it? The, there is a natural ability that he has and something he's added to his game in the last year or so because, you know, again, I've seen him since he was a young man, since he first came into the club. He never had that little turn of speed. He never had that ability to just go past people in the way he does. He's added that since he's been at Wolves and it's making him an all-round complete defender. Yeah, I mean, his stats on ball retention as well must be unreal because I just you just so rarely see him win possession and give it away. It just doesn't happen. Um, I think he's just superb. He's, you know, if he's, not, if he's not blocking or tackling, he's carrying the ball out and, and doing it very convincingly. It doesn't look like a defender that's uncomfortable at all going forward. He looks... Uh, brilliant with the ball at his feet he looks very composed um, and he uses his body really well as well to protect that ball so he's, there's no danger of him losing it and I think as well the fact that he's playing alongside two players that are probably also playing at peak that they have got this solid base that is is probably one of the, the highlights of the season for Wolves so far I think the fact that even that uh, Sice has gone off to the African Nations. He's come back, slotted straight back in, and they've gone again. And today was them back on total form. I thought, um, obviously, Kilman was fantastic. Cody, you know, as he always is. But also Sice, the fact that he's obviously been away. He's played a lot of games. Um, he His stats are unreal, you know, aerial battles, clearances, interceptions. He's uh, top rated. You know, if you look at the Premier League stats, he he's the man that comes out on top. So it's no wonder that... Uh, Bruno put him back into the, the starting back three. Um, and I think the fact that they're so solid as a three is kind of the base, isn't it? And I, I think today was one of those days as well where giving credit as well to obviously Jose Saar, because I think he, on the whole, he, he, he had a good game apart from his little wobble that we spoke about. But mm. also the fact that Samedo and uh, Aitnori got a bit more involved going forward and doing their defensive graph. So I just think as a whole pack, they defend so well uh, as a team. But that's, that back three is just, I mean... Like they've had an unreal season and it is credit to them. Um, and I think it's helping Kilman come into a team playing with confidence and, and not conceding many goals. Um, they had six efforts on target in the first half Wolves to, to Tottenham's three. They, as we've just been talking about, Wolves had a very solid base, but they were actually really good going forwards, especially in that first half, Tomo. And if there is one slight negative, they could have had more goals. Yeah, well, we've spoke about them being clinical, haven't we, and taking chances, and they've took two of the chances in that first half. But again, it's it, it always gives them opportunities by defending really well as a team. And we said about that mixture, about attacking and defending. We got it right in that first half. I said, look, we created chances, we took two of them. Uh, and finish him. We, uh, which I speak about gambling. You got Den Don Cruz scored that second goal by having a gamble, hoping that the ball's going to drop. And 
And again, I think that's been was the difference in that first half was the way that we tried to anticipate things. I think Jimenez for his goal pulled away from the goalkeeper, chested it down, and volleyed it straight into the the net away from the keeper. So look, it's it's about having that good mixture, isn't it? It's about defending and attacking. And in that first half, especially that thirty minutes, thirty five minutes, they they had the complete game plan, the way that they played. And again. I know we was going to have to defend for periods of time, especially in the second half. But as I keep saying to you, if you keep a clean sheet, it gives you a great opportunity to win games. And that's what they've done again today. They've defended as a team, not just the lads at the back, as a team they've defended uh, and got the right results. Because I thought the that, say, that first period of the first half, they were outstanding, the way that they played. Um, and again, it's just getting that balance right, which... We've got to try and replicate now. Um, was yeah. it the second defensive record apart from Man City uh, in the Premier League? Just shows you the way that this team is difficult to beat and the way that the Wolves play. And again, they are, they just got it right in that first half for me. But again, you can you can be over critical and say should have scored more as you said. But you're going to take that result today, two nil, and away at Tottenham. I'm going to ask you both for a player of the match in a minute, but before we do, uh, Claire, I'll come to you first on this and then Tomo, you can pick up. They've got a, a week now and then it's a huge week. Leicester, Arsenal, West Ham. Teams in and around them, they could, and I, I stress this as a could with a big asterisk next to it, in two weeks' time, be absolutely firmly in that European race. Is that what they're aiming for? Or do they just have to go game by game and put any of that kind of European talk away to one side? Uh, I think they've got to take it game by game. I think I think it's easy to get drawn into it, isn't it? And, and start getting a little bit excited about it. But, you know, it's a long way to go. We, you know, we don't have a massive squad. But equally, I think once they have this momentum, the result today is just a, a great one to build on, isn't it? I mean, they'll go on to the Leicester game full of confidence and and really push on. And they're not they're having a very mixed season. Um, we also know that generally, uh, I don't want to obviously curse us, but generally we travel well to London. We've had some brilliant results. So obviously going down to Arsenal, followed by West Ham, uh, two really tough fixtures in there and um, it's difficult to wonder even how many points we're going to get on the board but I think after today's display you kind of I don't know whether we saw that coming completely you don't expect to come to Spurs be one up within five minutes and then and then go and get the second and actually exactly how you said before we could have had that you know three or four easily by the end of it um, so I think you know I think they will be totally taking they don't want to get carried away because you don't want to get too too confident and, and think that their job's done because it's such a you know it's a tough season we know that there's going to be funny results in there as well well, there's teams that we're going to be playing against that are up against relegation. You know, on paper, sometimes I look at our fixtures and, you know, you kind of think the hard games are going to be the Leicester, the Arsenal, the West Ham. But, you know, we follow that with Palace, Everton, Leeds and Villa. And actually, they're the ones that on paper, you know, we probably get think we'll get more points out. But it's not necessarily the Wolves way. And it's not also how football works. You know, there's lots of other factors that can come into it. But I think they'll be wanting to keep grounded. They'll keep working hard and they'll take the rest breaks where they can because there's quite a few. Um, of those fixtures where there's not many days in between to, to reset and obviously you've got to account for whether there be any injuries like whether Joe Martino can come back into the into the form as well so um, it's a long way to go isn't it you can't help but you know think 
what a fantastic job Bruno Large has done to get us into this position because I'm pretty sure that on your first season in the Premier League managing, the, no one saw this coming. Uh, so I think where we are now, I think it's fantastic and we just hope that they can push on from here. Go on, Tomo. Yeah, so I'll call, uh, echo that as well. I just think that the, the way that the team are building, there's players coming back from long injuries, uh, which is just going to add to it. If we can just carry on now all the way through February, get some good results, which I thought February, looking at the fixtures, was going to be a tough run. Uh, well, with three games into it, uh, with it as well, with uh, the Norwich, the Arsenal, then we've got uh, Leicester, Arsenal and then West Ham. It's a tough, tough month. And I just think that if we can stay there, thereabouts, you've got Neto coming back in, Johnny's on the bench, which is great. You've got Bolly um, coming on to that as well. So again, it's it's important now that we just stay in there because we, we're getting reinforcements, getting back fit, um, and it's going to be a good push um, to try and get as high as we can at the league. And again, why not? Teams are dropping points above us. Teams are got to play each other as well. So it's there's an opportunity for there for us to look after it. We don't concede many goals. Um, hopefully, we can just get that balance right about the attacking as well. Uh, and there's no reason why we can't just push on, push on and challenge everybody else because I think there's places even above us that are there for the taking. Uh, you look at what we've just played today, Tottenham. Again, a team that everybody's in top four, top four. Well, we've just beaten them at their place. And again, we've got Arsenal away, which is going to be tough. West Ham, who we've beat already this year, and we've got to play them as well. So look, it's in our own hands. If we take care of everything and we make sure that we keep doing it right and I'm sure that Bruno will make sure that we do keep level-headed there's no reason why we can't be challenging for those uh, positions above us now so I love it I love it when even Tomo gets into this mode he's been spending too much time with Chris Alamo. that's what it is (laughs) blimey honestly Um, do you know what right hang on Tomo let me make this point right because if we keep playing like this and the way that we don't concede, there's no reason why we can't challenge uh, the teams above us. And well, again, there's nothing to fear, is there? Well, do you know what? That, the thing is, and I was just thinking while, while you both were talking, right? This is a team who finished seventh and seventh and then had one blip year. Now, yeah. the blip year, we all know because they were, they were coming off the back of the longest season anyone's ever had. They played more games than than they'd ever done before. They lost their their primary striker. They lost Johnny. They lost other players for significant periods, Dendonka, Bolly, and others. They didn't really have a striker in all due respect to Fabio Silva for a long period of it. And William Jose came in and didn't do the job. He did some of the job, but he didn't do the full job that they were hoping to. And yet they still were comfortable in the Premier League. So the fact that this team have got themselves into this position again should not be a surprise to anybody. Wolverhampton Wanderers have come back up. And when you hear people talk about Leeds and others as some of the best promoted teams, give me a break. This Wolverhampton Wanderers team is the best team that's been promoted and sustained it in Premier League history, in my view. And I know Tomo probably agrees. Claire will probably agree as well because we're all biased. But it's not a surprise, is it, that they've got themselves nope. into this position and hopefully it continues? 
We've got good players. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. We've got good players. We've got players who know the league now, now we, since we've been back in it. But we've got good players. And again, you've got we've had good leaders, good managers, leaders on and off the pitch we've had. Um and look, so there's no reason why we can't be challenging and pushing the other teams. Because I, I think, if anything, we've grown and they've like come back down to everybody else. Where you used to remember the top six, oh, they were out of touch. It's not that anymore. So they're all, apart from probably the top two, the everybody's reachable. And, and that's what we believe in and that's what they've got to do. And there's no reason why we can't be challenging these other teams, we're as good as any of them in this division with the way that we play uh, and the and the quality of players that we've got. It's a bit like we said, isn't it, a couple of weeks ago about we don't want people talking about us. It's OK, we'll just, you know, we'll just sneak here into the European positions and let's not talk about us and keep putting us on, on match of the day last. I think we, we are totally underestimated, but I think people are starting to turn around and go, OK, Wolves are looking half decent here. Wolves are still getting results. And, you know, like the, since the start of January, the Man United win was obviously the trigger point. And then I think from then on, we, we you know, little blip against Norwich and, and maybe the Arsenal game a little bit. But, you know, we look convincing in what we do. We're not conceding goals. And that's been going on for months now. Uh, we're defensively solid. We've still got Pedro Neto to come back. He was a game changer in that COVID year where he came and scored the big goal at Southampton and, you know, where we were having a little wobble and, and whatever. And, He's just an, like an absolute new signing. It doesn't matter what happened in January, but you got Pedro Neto to come back. I think everybody will, will be looking on at us, thinking that you know we've got lots more potential to come. We've got Johnny to come back into the side as well, so we've got some strength strength in depth coming. And I think it's easily forgotten. Um, so I think we can, you know, we, we can totally push on. Um, I'm quite happy for us to be slightly under the radar, but yeah, also not not forgetting that we need credit for what they've actually done this season and the, the way we've operated. Right, this conversation has given me way too much adrenaline for how ill I've been in the last couple of days. So <laughs> we should, we should, we should, yeah, yeah, we should, we should leave it there because I might need to go for a lie down. Thank you very much, Andy Thompson and Claire Hakeman, as ever. Hopefully, normal service will be resumed on Match Day Live Extra, and we will all be back together in the stadium again soon. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you soon. <laughs> 